If you keep listening, I will keep creating, and you guys keep listening. And you know what they say. They say when there's rain, there's fire, and this motherfucker is burning down. So I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for listening. Um, you're the reason why this is possible. Thank you so much. And the last couple of, couple of hours have been kind of nutty. The last uh, 24 hours have been kind of nutty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Also... Uh, fair warning, again, usually I let you know if I take an espresso shot, some demon's piss before I hop on. I did not. I did not. What I did was I, I woofed down a Fannie Mae chocolate, and that's the good shit. And I feel kind of fucked up off of it. That's that, that's that 80% cocoa. 80% cocoa. Straight from the jungles of Brazil. And, uh... Yeah, I'm feeling it. There, there might have been some cocaina in that bitch, but I'm feeling good. And hopefully I don't crash midway through while in the middle of a story. Just start zing out. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. The last uh, last 24 hours, let me tell you, uh, starts with a hockey game last night. And uh, just so you're all aware, I'm on a, uh, I'm a pretty big deal. I'm on a men's league hockey team, a D2 division. And just to, okay, let me lay out the divisions for you so you can understand my playing ability, okay? So it starts off at rec league, recreational league. That is the lowest league. That is for people that barely know how to skate. Then you have D2, D1, C2, C1, B. We're in a D2, that league right above the recreational. So uh, we won the championship yesterday. Yeah, 9-2, to two, won the championship. Um, waiting for some sponsorships to hit me up. Might do a, uh, a press and a meet and greet at the uh, local Walmart in Schaumburg tomorrow. Um, still in negotiations, but feel good. Feel good after that victory. We got the, um, the, the Stanley Cup. You know, the, the trophy you get for winning it all. And we got to spend about three hours with it after the game. I, I actually just didn't even spend time with it. I left right after the hockey game. Um, very climatic. The, uh, let me describe the, the Stanley Cup for you. It's a, it's a piece of wood. And then on top of it is like a, a popcorn bowl. What you would probably expect from a D2 championship. Uh, so that's how last night started. We got that victory. So shout out to HE Double Hockey Sticks, my hockey team. Uh, you guys are some bad sons of bitches. And uh, some of you should not be on that team. Um, after the game, I went to go get some gas at the near the nearest Shell station. Uh, shout out to Shell. Oh, real quick. Since we're doing shout-outs, uh, this podcast is unofficially sponsored by Liquid Death. It's water. Okay. So I went to the Shell gas station to fill up my gas tank. And uh, it's probably like 11.30 p.m. by this time, so it's pitch black. And out of the corner of my eye while I'm filling up my gas tank... I see this dude walking toward me. And I thought he was like 
maybe not going to come at me, but of course he was. I don't know why I thought for a split second he wasn't. I like, I knew he was, but I was hoping he wasn't. And it was this black dude, and he comes like walking at me. He he seemed nice at first, man. He's like, um, "Hey, man, I'm from Kansas. Uh, me and my family, we uh, we ran out of gas, and we're just chilling here at this gas station." you have any money? Like, I don't believe you. He's like, I got a kid in the back. Immediately, I don't believe you because I've been, dude, this happens to me all the time. Like, this is like a a known scam or whatever, or a con. I don't know what you want to call it. He needs money. I get it. Okay, I get that. That's fine. Just tell me you fucking need money, man. It's not a problem. Oh, I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm rich or anything. I had a $5 bill on my dashboard. That's been in my car for a couple weeks for like a rainy day. Here we go. He's asking for money. So I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, man, I got five bucks. Let me get it for you. So I go in my car, I grab it, I go to him, I give it to him. And he's like, oh, man, can you do a 20? This is the shit that pisses me off, man. Like me being generous enough to even give you fucking money. And you're telling a lie to me about your story, okay? And I'm giving you a $5 bill. I don't have to give you shit. You aren't entitled to anything, man. Like, why did your car break down? You want me to start asking questions? I'll, like, I'm giving you a $5 bill. Do what you will with it. Oh, man, can you do 20? Like, what type of person asks you to ante up even more? Like, I don't owe you shit, man. So I told him, no, okay, now you just lost the $5. No. I'm not going to give you $20. Are you serious? No. And he's like, oh, all right. Sorry, man. Sorry. I'll take the five. I'll take the five. I'm like, yeah, okay. You'll take the five. And then he tried to give me a fist bump. And I'm like, no, just get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, cause that shit really bothers me. Really. That's the, like one of the top things that bug this shit out of me. If I'm going out of my way to give you money and then you ask for more, who the fuck do you think you are? seriously man what is your malfunction like good god man that is just the one thing oh oh but no i gave him five bucks i know it's not a lot of money i understand that especially with inflation and yada 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 i get it it's not gonna get him a lot but it's what i had in cash in my car and i gave it to him and then i i rolled out i dipped out um ended up going back home and you know just chilled out and yada 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 man so that was that was yesterday. And after a hockey game, I won't sleep until hours after because my adrenaline is just pumping. Um, so I went to bed at like 2.30 a.m. Central Time, knowing damn well that I have to help my mom move today, this morning. And it was probably going to be a, a pretty big job. Um, me and my brother... We're, we're scheduled to work from like 10.30 till, I don't know. I don't know. Whenever whenever we get done. So who likes moving houses? Raise your hand. No one. Okay. See you all. Yeah, no one. If you are, you're fucking lying. Um, but it's my mom. So of course I'll help you move. Everyone asks me to help them move. I mean, I hate moving so bad. I hate it so bad, but I, I'll do it. I will do it. I'll never say no. I'll do it. I'll always do it. I'll bottle it in. I'll suck it up. And then I'll come home, probably masturbate, and just like, that's the end of it. We get we got all that demon out of us. So I didn't masturbate today, if you're wondering. 
but I just came home and chilled. But I'm so tired right now. So, and I'm on that chocolate. But the moving went fine. I mean, we had to move shit from my mom's house to a storage room. And then we went from the storage room to my grandma's house because she's going to move in with my grandma because she's going to help her out because my grandma's not doing really well. She can't like, uh, she's not very mobile, I guess. My mom wants to help. They're like best friends. So that's the last uh, 24 hours for me. Um, yeah, I don't know if that, that just seems like a pretty uh, pretty non-interesting weekend now that I'm thinking about it. Don't know why I'm on here even telling you guys about it. <laughs> Probably just unsubscribed. Um, I don't know, man. I, I guess... I guess I like coming on here and just sharing some stories with you guys, if you don't mind. Because when I was like at toward the end of moving with my mom, I had like these, <laughs> these, these thoughts. I just hate being so reliant on like big corporations or like these influencers. Like, we're, man, we're just being used as data or let, no, no, no. Well, yes, we're being used as data, but mostly we're just being used to consume. We're just consumers. So I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. Like if you're data, like they're, they're extracting information from you to better understand what you like. And then they'll put something in front of you that you'll consume. And I don't know, man, do we actually like this shit? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I think I do. I think I like some of the stuff, but other times I think like that we're just doing it to get some like street cred or some reps, you know, I don't know. I, like what if we stopped relying so heavily on corporations and just like every Sunday, like all the members of your community will just like they're, they'll come to this flea shop. Okay, so there's like a huge tent, a huge tent, just just strictly for your your neighborhood or your uh, your apartment complex, whatever. But it's a it's a flea shop, and everyone is everyone has to go. Okay, and every everyone that's in there has to co- contribute, so they have to bring something. Like people are creative as hell, man. So like everyone contributes, they make something. Um, that their talents will allow them to make and they bring it to this shop. Right. And I I think it would give like everyone more sense and like more purpose. And I think it would help us live in harmony, man. Cause right now I don't even know my neighbors. I don't even know my neighbors. Like, I feel like that's more common now that you don't know your neighbors. And that used to be a giant thing. And if we had like these flea shops every Sunday or maybe just once a month, I don't know, man, but everyone gathers into this area and you like barter, you like trade my shit for your shit. Like, oh, that's cool. You made a nice little, uh, a footstool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Here, take my, uh, my fake pet iguana that I made out of wood. Yeah. Out of, uh, out of amber ash here, take it. I think like we need a better sense of community and better sense of harmony, man. I'm not really noticing that too much anymore. And perhaps it's because social media, right? I don't know. Everything's done 
virtually or cyberly, you know, and like people don't talk on the phone as much as they used to, which is kind of sad because a lot of shit gets taken out of context. Like, dude, how many things have you said in a text message that someone just like completely takes the wrong way and then gets pissed off at you? It would never happen if you were just on the phone. You're able to like, I bet that chick's hot. Like that, dude. Like that's sarcastic. I bet that chick was hot. I bet that chick was hot is how you read it. And now there's an issue. (laughs) It's like the context of things. It's so silly. Oh, man. I don't know. I just wish we, we could all live harmoniously. I believe that's a word. And um, I want to go back to that book that I mentioned in the last podcast. The dude that went to uh, Auschwitz that was living in Germany. He said the best moments of his life were was when he was living in an attic with his sister, his mom, his dad, and his two aunts. They lived in a fucking attic. Like, hiding for their lives. Because if they got caught, they were getting sent to a camp. And this is an old man now. He's, like, probably in his 90s. 80s or 90s when he wrote this, when he was telling this story. And he was he was going back to it, man. He's like, the best moments of my life were when I was in that attic with my family. Just because they had the harmony. Like, everything he needed was right there, which was his family. And it was so intimate. And you never know when you're, you never know when a loved one's last breath is going to be. And when you get to spend time with that person, like that's everything. Because you're existing with them. You're coexisting with them in that moment. And it's kind of a shame, man. Like we get so bogged down by work that we miss these moments. And, like, how many people are at work when a loved one dies, dude? You're just, like, you work too many hours. You're working, like, 60 hours a week. So you're always at the office or you're always at, like, your practice, wherever the fuck you're at, always traveling. And then you get word that, like, your your mom died or your brother died. And you were just working and you wish you could have spent more time with them. I mean, probably like in retrospect, when you look back at it, you're going to think it's really fucking silly that you spent more time working than spending time with your family. Work will always be there, dude. Money will always be there. All that shit will always be there. Even when you're long fucking gone, that shit will still be there. You know what won't be there? Your family. Your family will not be there. Your friends will not be there. You will not be there. The The possibility of you making memories and existing in what we have today, it won't be there. So, I don't know. It's such a good book. The Happiest Man on Earth. Or is it The Happiest Man Alive? I'm sorry. I don't know. One of those two. So good, though. I'll post a link in the uh, description. But it makes you think. 
it really makes you think, man, that this guy was living in an attic for months, and that was the happiest time of, of his life. And we can't even find a happy time like at fucking Disney World. People still have the audacity to fucking complain or cry or moan because you got to wait in a fucking line. Think about who you're with in that line. Are you with your family in that line? Are you with your, your friends in that line? With loved ones in that line? Then be happy, man. Be happy that you get to spend a little more extra time with them in that line. I know it's fucking hot. I know it smells like piss. I know there's probably like human soil on the ground. But you're with your family in that line. And you're about to go like on Space Mountain and potentially lose a couple fingers if you put your hands too high. But you did it with your family or your friends, whoever you love. So, I don't know, man. Like, try to put that in perspective, I guess. I'm I'm really trying to. So, obviously, like, again, the stuff that I'm saying, like, I want to implement into my life, I'm going to try better to implement it in my life. Like, it's not fully implemented, but as we go through these podcasts, like, things will start coming out, and I'm trying to change myself, just like maybe some of you are trying to change yours, and we can try to do it together, I guess, and make this world a better place. Or just, I mean, at the very minimum, make our lives and, like, the people around us better people. Like, our little community, make it a little bit better, a little bit more fun. That's all I got, and that's all I got to say about that. Um, most of the uh, the emails I got from listeners were about COVID, and like I, I was dead serious about that. That was the la- the first and the last time that I'll talk about it on this podcast. I'm not big into that at all. I hate that shit. I think it was over um, publicized. I think it was that that was used as like a weapon to divide people. So I appreciate everyone that wrote me and, um, you know, your experiences with COVID and your thoughts on it. Really? I do. I really appreciate that for everyone that writes me. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do that. But I, I, I'm not going to read those, um, on this podcast. I'm sorry. I just, it's like yesterday was, I know it seems unfair because, you hear the podcast and then you get a chance to write like after. So it makes no sense. I get it. I understand. But like, that's it. There's no more COVID talk. That was it. I'm I'm trying to be like a man of my word and I'm very stern on that. So I hope you guys understand and keep messaging me. Keep writing. Uh, next episode, we'll go over some other uh, emails, hopefully some phone calls, 847 847- 219-2714, the hotline, aka my cell phone number. Oh shit, should I have said that? I don't care. And then the email, the curiosity chamber at gmail.com. All right. I love you all. Give your families a hug. Uh tell people you love them. Thanks for listening. As always, peace out, everyone.